Since 1961, Quartz Plumbing has offered friendly, reliable service to residences all over Bergen County, New Jersey. We are a fourth-generation family-owned business, unmatched in customer satisfaction and professionalism while working in your home. We are the hydronic heating and water filtration specialists with a workmanship guarantee to put you at ease so you can rest comfortably. We offer financing for those big projects that catch you off guard. And we have a network of excellent contractors in all fields for any project you wish to tackle. Call our responsive office team and we'll dispatch a handsome and educated technician to lay the smack down on all your plumbing issues. You can also find us at quartzplumbing.com, search us on Google, or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Like, subscribe, and share, please. Okay. Uh, three, two, one. Ready? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Plum Bums Podcast, the small business Two, three times, usually times. Red leather, yellow leather. Ready? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Plum Bums Podcast, the small business and entrepreneur. What the? What is the intro? Don't worry. Ladies Third and gentlemen, wait, wait, wait. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Plum Bums Podcast. You ever man's podcast? Yeah. Yeah. The Everyman's Podcast. The Everyman's Podcast. The blue collar. Okay, got it. The blue collar. Everyman's Podcast. Blue collar. Ron Burgundy. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> I am Ron Burgundy. Okay, ready? Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what? That was awful. By the way, you know what you're doing? You're making me nervous. I'm this so is not the fourth time this we don't have, we don't do We don't interview women. Often. Oh, really? Uh, oh. Yeah. Plus, it's a mess in here. Okay, ready? <laughs> Honestly, the vibes are good. Okay, the vibes good. are great. <laughs> you hear that, folks? We got good vibes. Yeah. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Plum Bums Podcast, the Everyman's Podcast, the Blue Collar Tradesman Show, where we talk about small business and entrepreneurship in this modern era, that uh, this crazy modern era. Oh, Would no, you agree you, with that? Yeah, why are you looking at me to... Because you're wearing that crazy... Piggyback uh, off of that you're, comment. You're wearing that crazy button down. Uh, you don't like it? <laughs> you always criticize my, my uh, attire on this podcast. You no, in general. You, you didn't. Not just the true. podcast. Yeah. Well, who cares? What did I tell you last night to burn those jeans you were wearing? Yeah. Like, he texts me in the middle of class. I come in with a pair of jeans, boots, and a shirt, a button down shirt. And he just goes, he texts me. I see it. And he goes, burn those jeans. I'm like, <laughs> oh, they're, they're just regular jeans. I really like the shirt. I really. I actually like the shirt. Vibes. Okay. Vibes, Good vibes. Right? Those where the vibes are coming from. It fits from. the vibes. By the way, folks, this is Naomi and Rico, our guests for this week. We're going to get into a little bit of what Naomi does. But first, since it's 2024, welcome to the new year, everybody. Hooray. Hooray. Are you going to ask me what Should I all acquaintance be forgot? Mm. Playa. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> 2024, folks. Can you believe it? We're almost a quarter of a century through the first millennium. Did I say that right? A quarter of a century through the first millennium. I was going to rock with you on that math. I was like, whatever you just said. I was like, that's right. <laughs> sounds that's right. right. Yeah. Makes sounds sense. about right. Okay. Well, yeah. To- I mean, let's see, I did the math. I remember cool. sitting in middle school doing the math, like wondering like w- around what year I was going to like kick the bucket. 
You know what I mean? So like when I'm like 10 or 11, I'm like, wow, I'm going to, I'm going to like probably be like dead in 2060. I know. I can't, sure? I can, I can never, never. 2060. What I, I thought was more that by this time we'd be flying, like just like hovering around. I know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just like that's always, what, yeah, to, we would be work. the Jetsons. That's what I always expected. <laughs> that never. We would be, yeah. It's not going to happen. Yeah. You know why? Because of the regulations too, on businesses. Re- That's what I was going to shout out. I was gonna, they're regulating those hoverboards. <laughs> yeah. So I actually want to talk about a couple of things coming up to small business. And I think we're going to try to introduce this to the show where we dip into current events of small business and ju- not just yammer on how hard our lives are. So I, th- well, I mean, what do you think of that? You want to talk about some articles when we uh, when No, we I like up? talking about how hard my life is. It's, uh, <laughs> it's therapeutic. <laughs> Venting is fun. Yeah. <laughs> we do that all day long just bitch and moan about how hard our we came are. from one of the worst jobs today one of the worst <laughs> jobs ever today and immediately in the truck the second the doors closed <laughs> the two of us are like laughing and and joking around so and messing stupid. with each other it's like the second the day kind of the job is done we're we're then back you, to normal yeah. people mm, that's awesome. we have we're, we're currently stuck in a job that will not die and he it wants to talk won't. about specific a specific company, right? Do you want to do that, or you don't want to? You don't want to do that. Specific company. A specific company. At the last job that we were just at, you said I'm going to talk about it on the podcast. No, I don't care. No, <laughs> I'll think about it. All right, I'll think about it. I already bashed them in my uh, Instagram story today, and I tagged them too. Ooh, yeah. Mm. They're like a multi-billion-dollar company. A major <laughs> company. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do they care about? Some schmuck plumber that's not happy with the way they're. Their valve body goes in the wall. <laughs> Minion. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so check this out. 2024. Details emerge on the SBA, New Small Business Lending Advisory Committee. Entrepreneurs get to have a seat at the table. So I guess there's a new council being formed, which, I don't know, take it or leave it, whatever you're, you know. But it's supposed to give a voice to small businesses specifically at Washington. And I don't know how much of so one So it's a federal exists. thing? It's not state? I think it's a federal thing. They had the Small Business Lending Summit at the White House. Hmm? They invited big-time lenders. With this administration? J.P. <laughs> Morgan, Wells Fargo. Okay, well, maybe it's not geared Wells to small Fargo. business. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, those are the ones who give loans to small businesses. You know, there's always something shady with it. Like, anyway. So... We're allegedly supposed to get a, a seat at the table to talk about how uh, regulation affects us. I don't know what we have in place now. Is there anyone like saying anything like small business? Well, the company that we interviewed uh, out in PA. Very, very grassroots. There's, there, there, yeah, there's small companies. That, that's how it has to start. It's got to start grassroots. You have to have I'm going to say companies. something. We can't. Yeah, you just have to start shopping small business. You have to start shopping small business. The people have to do it. You have yeah. to start so- shopping small business. You. Everybody likes feel, to complain. I feel Everyone, like your tone is very pointed it right is, now. It's pointed. You know why? Because I, I... I just hate them all. We do the podcast. <laughs> you you do. You really do it. hate... I hate shopping. Shopping and all that stuff. That's why you shop with Amazon. And I, I get it. even order my groceries online. Yeah. Ooh. It's convenient. It's, that's the epitome but of lazy. everybody likes to complain about... You know, small businesses dying and the big businesses are taking over and nobody really does anything. Who, who, 
who makes the change? It's the consumer who makes the change, right? It is true. You might have to pay a little bit more for like I I try to buy only made in the USA. The 2024, mm. I confess, okay. I confess my Amazon sins. How about that? Sure, good. My for Amazon repentance. Sins. But I try to buy only made in USA, and we've been trying to do that too. But I try to buy only made in the USA, and I know that it says made in USA coming from global components. But you have to make the change of at least trying. To seek you out, put in the effort. you have to put in the effort. You know, Everyone, you buy less things. You know, because you don't need so many things. Everybody thinks mm. they need everything. We can't know? leave it to committees to go to the White House with J.P. Morgan exactly. and Wells, Mr. Wells Fargo, yeah, Miss Wells Fargo over my, there. My family knows that. Don't buy me something that says like made in China. Mm. Don't buy me something that says made in you know made in countries where their workers get get paid like so six dollars a day so they just don't buy him anything anymore i was about to say i was like <laughs> so they just for christmas like, he just especially like, with the way things like, yeah, are you going, have to come yeah. down just go to sleep yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, just go to sleep yeah. you know you could buy things like like my shoes these shoes are made in the usa mm-hmm. you know try, new balance makes things in the U- united states they're a big company they have a whole section of that okay so we got know? shoes <clears throat> shoes uh that duke cannon soap that i start buying which is the best soap by the way yeah that thing lasts forever and they have manly scents like gunmetal. Ooh, yeah. what does that smell like? I don't know. It's up there. I'll, just, I'll, I'll all right. smell I'll it. take a whiff. <laughs> what is, is gunmetal? I, that I sounds know. like very metallic. I, like, I don't know. Here's another one we got from New York. So New York is going to spill over into Jersey eventually. New York, what small businesses need to know about the new regulations going into 2024? You guys are going to love this stuff. So check this. Obviously, and this actually this author does small business justice. He goes, for a small business, you have higher costs for employee when it comes to complying with every new regulation than your larger business competitors. So right off the bat, any regulation is going to affect small business the most because the cost is inflated to us. It, it's harder for we don't have a staff to send around to take care of all the extra paperwork and everything that's going to go through you know getting approvals and all that stuff so every new regulation and there's just more and more regulation is always going to affect the little guy first that's why you have to shop little guy yeah well that's crazy about new york because i feel like new york has a ton of small businesses they Especially do but they get pummeled yeah. yeah they still get pummeled like listen we get pummeled yeah. Constantly all the time, especially since COVID with like the increase in insurance rates and material, larger companies can compensate for that because they have the ability to make cuts. We don't like th- what do we, we're just a small time operation. We don't have the ability to chameleonize and make cuts like these. You know, you're, yeah. you're making cuts like it seriously affects you. Yeah. Let's see what else to go. Oh, so he's got small business will need to register. Okay, so here's something small businesses in New York, not New Jersey yet, but in New York, small businesses will need to register with the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, whatever that means, in 2024. 2024. The act was intended to get a look inside shell companies, but now people are saying that this new regulation with having to uh, register with this company with, register with this agency continue to register you have to like re-register every two years which probably comes with a fee as well and it comes with yeah. a fee like and this is all these regulations like they tout them we have new regulation for small business really going to help you guys out yeah boom have a thousand pound boulder on your shoulders like 
people in government just don't get it. And I don't mean to bash people who get into politics, <clears throat> but like what happens when you get into that what happens when you get into that like arena that well, you just completely they, they lose? The huh? people get money. They get they have donors that the only reason people get there is is with donors, you know, and then eventually you have to give some sort of compensation for it. Right to the people who give you money, well, so they don't really care about small businesses. Every person up there that's talking, they don't really care about the little guy because when they get there, you know they they, they might be have, they might have a net worth of like a hundred thousand. Like I saw Nikki Haley's, her net worth was 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 nothing. She was worth nothing, and then all of a sudden, she got into office and, oh, and yeah. she became a multimillionaire. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, she had pol- stocks in Boeing and and all these military companies. There's, there's no reason any politician should be. Living that kind of life, yeah. When you're a public, it's supposed servant. to be a public service, and that's it. And well, here's another one that New York's putting out. Uh, businesses, uh, businesses. Oh, so let's piggyback off this financial crimes enforcement network. Businesses with more than 20 employees and more than five million dollars in sales and up can qualify for exemptions. So the big guys are the ones that qualify for exemptions, not the little guys. And this, I think, this goes back to the IRS now targeting small business and looking at them with the fine-tooth comb. And here's the problem. Small business is what makes this economy and country move. It's It's how the middle class can move out of poverty. And every new regulation coming out seems like it's just trying to push everyone back down into poverty. For economy to flourish, small business has to flourish. Yeah, that's a that's you will not find an economist that disagrees with that. Well, there's a reason why. I think we've talked about this. It was I read an article: New Jersey, New York, California, and Connecticut are the four states where people are moving out of quicker at a higher percentage at a higher rate than people are moving in California well people a ton of people moved out of California to neighboring uh, states like Idaho or Texas you know Elon Musk moved out of uh, out of California moved his business who's a Joe Rogan also moved his business out and and moved it to Texas a lot of people move their businesses to these states where they're they're more business friendly Mm -hmm. you know where you're not taxed to death on your on your business you just hope so, that these people relocating aren't bringing their ideology with them that screwed up their own state. You know, in the for first us, place. it's crazy to think about how there's certain states with no state income tax. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And in nice. New Jersey, that's insane. It's an insane concept, for right? Us. You know, that would be that would be really nice. Yeah, I, I I do see a whole bunch of memes going around. You're taxed on the money you make, and then every time you pay something out, you're taxed. You're taxed on when you give money to your kids. You're taxed on this. We're being taxed to death. Yeah. Literally, that's not even an expression anymore. Whatever. I don't know. Let's, 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 let's cool off a minute. <laughs> let's take a break. I just want to open up for a quick second and then shut back down. <laughs> let's see. Oh, remember the, uh, remember the $600 and over uh, thing that you have to, we're supp- allegedly supposed to claim now on like Venmo and Cash App and stuff like that. So yeah. that was put on hold, obviously. Haven't heard much about that until part of the Res- American Rescue Act, which was delayed last year, which is the $600 reporting threshold. The IRS says business won't have to report that revenue for 2023. They're planning on a threshold of 5000 for the tax year. In 2024, as part of a phase-in to eventually implement the 600 reporting threshold. So 
It's going to happen. They're just and it's. You think it's going to stop at six hundred? No. We're going to go to a cashless society, and they're not going to worry about anything below six hundred. You kidding me? Yeah. The more I read about this, the more I'm pro tax evasion. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's. Jeez. Let's start. Let's start. Let's start. Let's start funneling money out of the country. Somehow courts. Makes zero dollars every I'm gonna year. I'm going to start taking notes. Like, okay, so for my next step in business, yeah. offshore accounts. Exactly. How do we do this? Okay, okay, okay. I'm we, learning so much so we far. We try to open up. <laughs> Excellent. We try to be educational here. No, we try to open up Swiss bank accounts, and they're like, no, this. You need a certain amount of money for this. Yeah. This is like millions of dollars if, if you want to open this up. Be like, sir, I have five hundred dollars, and I need to quickly hide this before. Yeah. You know that um, the government's coming after my five hundred dollars. You know that South Park episode? I think. It came out in like it might have come out all the way back in 2008 during the crash and Stan wanted to save his he got a hundred dollars from his grandma and he wanted to save a hundred dollars so they went to the bank <laughs> this is so funny I used to quote this with Dan at work all the time like we just quote South Park all in this one so he goes to his dad he goes with his dad to the bank and he's like ah, I want to open up a bank account I have a I have a hundred dollars and I would like to put this into a savings account and save it. And the, and the guy's like, all right, let me take that $100. And we're just going to take this and we're going to put it against a money market account and try to and try to increase the uh, interest rate coming back. And it's gone. He's like, what do you mean it's gone? He's like, your, your $100, it's gone. He's like, I just had $100. He's like, and it's gone. He's like, please make room for people who have money at the bank. I do have money at the bank. No, you lost it. Wow. The end of the episode was great because all the financial decisions were being made by cutting a chicken's head off and then throwing it into a room with a whole bunch of like phrases and that's and wherever the chicken died, that's what they would do next. Bailout. Honestly. <laughs> makes a lot of sense. Bail out the banks. Yeah. Fell on bail out the banks again. Let's do it. Yeah. Anywho. Well that's all I got for some current events in small business. Stay tuned next week for more fun exciting news Joyful in the world news. of small business <laughs> yay small Listen, business <laughs> it takes a special person to want to put up with this garbage i'm telling you yes yes absolutely so ladies and gentlemen meet naomi and rico you might recognize that last name from a previous guest we had dan and rico who did a marketing episode with us which was actually really insightful but dan didn't have the pleasure of having a tv set to do the show oh. on yeah he was on the audio. He was on the he audio. Was on the old school. He was on old school, and okay. we now have more episodes of the studio than the audio. So okay. we're gonna have to have Dan back. Okay, uh, he looks beautiful and on camera. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm biased. He does. Well, listen, Dan's got he's got his social media too, mm -hmm. and he and he, I watch every single one of Dan's reels because they pop up in my feed, and he throws out some good information in sixty seconds. Yes, he does. And he throws out information that's so like. Especially in our industry, because when you get to mechanical guys, they don't have time for thinking about that stuff. It's going out, fixing, coming back, doing the books, going to bed. Right. But nowadays, with social media and online marketing and Facebook and staying, like, that stuff is important. You're just going to fizzle out if you're not doing that. Yeah. You know? It's like the new platform, like the new relevance. Like, it's difficult sometimes to be out of that entire second yeah. of life especially if you're just a gruff blue collar grease monkey she's right it's hard to stay relevant too it's like when everybody started getting used to facebook then instagram came yeah. out 
And then you had ways of getting it, you know, getting your information out on Twitter. <laughs> and now TikTok is out, and TikTok yeah. is the way to go. And it's like, yeah, threads all right. and all, yeah, it's everything all, is all YouTube of, Shorts. Yep. And it's like, because now everybody's got the attention span of a squirrel. Yeah. So thirty second clips are even too long. Oh, you know, perfect. you need fifteen second clips, mm-hmm. and you know, people. people Times can't are changing. Pay yeah. Times are changing. We, we used to make videos in the beginning. We used to make videos like hour hour and a half long videos remember on jobs that we used to do we used to film the whole job uh, they'd be like 10 minutes i would edit them down to you 10 would minutes. edit them down to 10 minutes but, but it 10 was, minutes is too too long oh yeah mm. way too long but we would try to film like doing an entire boiler mm-hmm. and people don't want to see that no. now have you seen like on tiktok you can watch entire seasons or movies but like some down really like really short and like that's how people are watching movies and shows really being very serious. That's how I watch Better Call Saul. I watched it on YouTube on t- Shorts. Oh, on <laughs> yeah. People will literally and like like these accounts that will so, will do yeah. that are, are, are like they're blowing up. They're getting making a good amount of money because they're making money per, by, so by views. So basically, the entire population just has ADD now. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that and I just think it's it's one of those things like this is something like we discuss at home a lot too. It's just um like we just jam pack so much in our day that I feel like we don't have a lot of like just like spare time, but we mm-hmm. still want to enjoy our spare time. Yeah. So it's almost like trying to make the most of our little spare right. time. And so it's like like you said, like you're working all day, whereas before it's like you'd come home after working all day, you'd eat your dinner and yeah. then be like, let's go to bed and do it again, you yeah. know. But it's like now we like no, like I need to unwind and I need to do some self care and I need to do like me time. And it's yeah. like I have twenty minutes to do me time. <laughs> Hurry up, everybody. Let's get to the living room. We're going to do me time. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to enjoy me time. Yeah. You're going to love it. <laughs> and the me time is sitting on the couch scrolling through 30-second reels. <laughs> yeah, I know. Not talking to I each know. other. As quickly as possible. <laughs> well, folks, Naomi Enrico is here because she owns sole proprietor, sole business owner of Busca La Luz, which is a small t-shirt printing company that makes cancer friendly apparel let me get this you can correct me but let me see, let me get my version out okay you get your version out and then i'll just <laughs> she uh, already looked at you with the friendly, face cool cancer friendly apparel okay that is also a charitable organization that donates to cancer research yeah that was like a really cute try <laughs> okay give it to me <laughs> give it to me and give it to me good yeah so yeah so i would say busca luz is my apparel brand it's uh um my feel, what I like to call my feel better uh, brand. Um, I do uh, leisure wear, comfort wear, sweats, uh, sweatshirts, things that just make you feel cozy and comfortable, but also sell accessories um, with the purpose of spreading positivity and yeah, also donating, giving back. So anytime you purchase, ten percent uh, of your purchase goes automatically to the Triple Negative Breast Cancer Foundation, which is the type of breast cancer that I was diagnosed with back in 2020. And we're gonna get into that. I mean that's a long, I I'm, I mean I've known you guys I've known Naomi and Dan for a long time now we're going on twenty, twenty years I mean how long have you guys been married? We've been married now twelve years. Twelve years. Yeah. And how long have you guys were da- were dating? I remember Dan back in the like, day. Yeah. I mean like I think I met him when I was seventeen. Oh yeah. So we're going I'm, on a long time. Yeah. Wow. You guys got two beautiful children. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna get into all that the journey what started Busca La Luz. You're saying it so beautifully. Am I? Yes. What, is it, what does it mean? Busca la luz. Yeah, you're saying it perfectly. What does it, what does it because mean? Because off camera, you were 
butchering the name. Bushkalalas. Yeah, Bushkalalas. <laughs> Some, somehow became Nordic. It did. <laughs> sounded Ukrainian. Also sounded like a tape deck in reverse. Oh, but it sounds great now, though. What, um, is, what does it mean? So Bushkalalus is look for the light in Spanish. And so... Um, I mean, diving into that, like back when I was doing chemo and I came up with the idea, I was drawing a lot of moths and just like really um, connecting, I guess, with moths because mm-hmm. in, what do you, in, in what, a not weird way. What does that mean? Is that a, um, is that a synonym for something? Is well, like, like uh, so I have a bit of a goth side, you know, like uh, that's like my thing. Well, so you really mean moths? Like an actual moth, like okay. a nighttime butterfly, like, you know. Okay. Um, but just the concept that they really are, you know, seen as like something scary. They're kind of creepy, kind of like gross, but it's like they're out there just like trying to live their best life in the dark, you know, and they guide themselves through the 18 hours that they're alive. Yeah. (laughs) They're trying to like, they're guiding themselves through moonlight, through light. That's actually how they navigate. That's actually how they go about their businesses, guiding themselves through the light that they can um, find to the moon. Oh, wow. And so it's like, it's just an interesting concept where it's like people are usually scared of them, but if you grab their wings or if you touch them, actually very frail they're actually very fragile they're they're delicate um but they're these nighttime creatures that are navigating through the night through the light that they can find from the moon and it just felt like something that a concept that connected with me very much because it's like in my very you know dark very difficult season in my life i felt like i was like like holding on to the little glimpses of light to get me to the next day and to get me to like my next mission and to my next purpose you know and so it's like that's really like what connected the name is just encouraging you like in those dark moments look for your light to get you to like the next moment that's deep this brand is deep bro it is a bit deep it is it is a bit deep wow (laughs) so i want to take a quick break but you I made him cry. I, he's gonna. He's about to cry. That's why we're taking a break because he's gonna. I'm all about crying. So like, <laughs> if we want to cry. Like, let's do Neither it. Neither of you will ever see me cry. <laughs> no, let's take a quick break. But I want to get into the start of the company, your journey through the cancer journey, which is huge, and like coming out where you are now. So we're gonna we're gonna touch on all that. And I, and I'm glad you brought some of your merchandise to show because, guys, she makes some really cool stuff. You're very creative. Oh, thank you. And. It's just cool apparel. You know what I mean? Like, the designs are awesome. And now that I know the meaning, holy cow. But, all right, so stay with us. We're going to come back with Naomi and Rico and Busca La Luz uh, clothing apparel. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, yeah like, Beautiful. Yeah. Stick with us, and we'll be right back. Yeah. Call Quartz Plumbing and Heating for top-rated service in Bergen County, New Jersey. And don't forget to keep treats for Frankie on hand. Shout out to them people, 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 people.
and gentlemen, welcome back to Plum Bums. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate all the viewers, we, all the viewer we get. <laughs> no, I think, uh, you know what? Everyone starts out small. What are you going to do? But I, I personally think that there is really not much of a perspective so candid of blue collar trades and small business owners. And that's why I think the Everyman's Podcast is a great like secondary name. You yeah. know what I mean? We so think let we're me just unique. pat myself on the back here for just creating this whole. I love plum bums. <laughs> I just love saying that plum bums. So you want to explain that? Yeah. Have we ever explained why it's why, why we call so. it plum probably, bums? Probably early on. Because we're two plumbers and we're losers. Yeah. Well, you, it's it's got it's uh, it's a double entendre. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I thought. I thought it was like like little booty bums, you know. <laughs> Plum bums, oh, okay. the, like the, the plumber's crack. Yeah, like plumber's crack. I thought it was like a play on that. We can inst- we can institute that. That too. can be it too. We can do apparel. Maybe that you can make us apparel that with with the butt. Yeah, crack we do yeah. need to hire you. <laughs> this logo bums. back here. This is what I was worried about getting like the shading, the fading, and stuff. Mm, okay. But now with like when you're able to like print on it and then transfer to fabric, like the yeah. possibilities are endless at this point. Possibilities are endless. I will say, I was like, things with multicolor, it's like, they don't last as long. Oh. Yeah, anything with like a lot a of colors, white, yeah. Just that logo, but black and white. Black well, and white you, always looks good. You still need to explain the the origin of Plum Bums. Why, well, did, why did we come up with So plum when bums? we were talking about it, I start like looking up, I like Roman history. I like Greek history. Oh. I like all that kind of stuff. Is that you like the, your Roman Empire, like constant thing about the Roman Empire? Yeah, my sister asked me that the other day. She was like, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? I'm like, She just know. saw that on a meme. I don't know, like once like, a day? <laughs> like, That's insane. That was like huh? a whole trend where you're supposed to ask guys in your life, like, you know, yeah. how often. And I'm just like, th- to me, it's the answers are consistent and they blow my mind. <laughs> they like, blow my mind. It's like once a day because you look around at everything, you know, everything around us. And Collapsing. You think how, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That too, and how the Roman Empire collapsed, and then also like everything in your daily life. It's like roads, just something as simple as roads that you drive on. I know that women don't think about this because they're a lot happier than we are. All right, but I'm thinking about deterioration constantly and how crappy the roads are. Like what he said, yeah. And I'm like, well, it came from the Romans, and you know, this wouldn't like Roman roads. I went to I went to Italy. Be right? careful of the tangent. You got to you still got to explain the the meaning. The yeah. Root okay. Of sorry. So I like I like that that type of history. So I start looking up words, and uh, plumbing came from the Romans. Our modern day plumbing came from the Greeks and the Romans, and I I looked up the origin of the word plumbing, and it was original in Latin plumbum. Plumbum was plum the original. Plumbum. Oh. So and I, and it was a play on words that we were able to do plumbums and the concept of us yeah. being bums was kind of funny to us too so we plum bums that's awesome see this is what i love when people explain the names behind you yeah. know what they do because they, like even now like when i explained what buscalos means i love that like that, that. i'm still oh, i'm like, still, you know, like, oh, still wow. crying oh, wow oh, okay. it's not just some <laughs> random spanish words yeah it's like that's incredible plum bums okay well let's, uh, let's, i love stepping out of here smarter than i did when i when i came in i just love that i love that for me what a journey for me it doesn't happen a lot here so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So let's talk about Buscala Luz and how did I say it right again? Okay. Mm-hmm. Just rolling off the tongue here. Yeah. The origin of it. So you did talk about this in the last segment, but you were diagnosed with breast cancer about how long ago? Um, I, I don't know why counting is difficult. It was back in 2020 at the end of 2020. So it was like the last like 2020 was leaving and it gave me like one last like, you know, 
Just, Hurrah! Uh, <laughs> like, That's how we're going to describe it? 2020 was like, what what a thing. And then it's like December. We're like, guys, we're almost getting through it. And then it was December 7th. I was diagnosed with Holy triple smokes. negative breast cancer. Right before Christmas, yeah. Wow. And yeah. To, if you can kind of walk us back to that, like... Because you had before before Buscala Luz, you were you said you were like a jack of all trades. You did everything. Yeah, I mean, I I what is it? The ma- master of no, what is jack it? Of jack trades, of all trades, master, master of, of nothing. That was like I would say that's what my life was. Where um, I would say one of my gifts, my spiritual gifts, and everything like that. Ooh. Did you bump it? I did. That's all right. It wasn't loud. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, is is I'm just like a helper. Like I just love being like helpful so i found myself in a lot of positions where i could be uh, of help and so i started you know um like in the animal science environmental education i used to work for a nonprofit in the city where i would do uh um environmental education for uh, areas in the city that were kind of like like deserts uh green deserts they wouldn't have access to parks they don't have access to organic or healthier foods and so it's kind of educating children on the importance of green spaces and, and, and things like that and then that you know also did um i was a zookeeper which loved that's cool i was a zookeeper i just i love always loved animals still so do why you still know so much about moths yeah Maybe, yeah. Where were you a zookeeper? At the Vanson, well, Bergen County Zoo. Bergen Bergen County County Zoo. Zoo. Yeah, Vanson. I used to love, uh, the train's still running over there? Yes, sir. I used to love that place. Yes, sir. It's like, honestly, the train is popping off. Like, we went to the Let It Glow, and the line is always, like, wrapped up. Oh, they have a light show over there? They do. I don't know if it's still going. It might be be over. Oh. But, um. I think it goes the whole month of December, the, this, um, skiing, not skiing, um. Ice skating, is that what you're talking about? No, this no. like a, you, you jump on the train and you, like you go through like a light show. Oh, yeah. Well, now they have they yeah. have the Winter Wonderland. Now they have yeah. Winter Wonderland. Yeah. Um, but but no, they, I mean they're they're doing really well. This do I I visit I take my kids all the time. Yeah. Um, and they're always like, can you take us back? I'm like, no, I don't work here anymore. Like I can't. <laughs> and they'll they'll go up to random people like my mom used to work here, and I'm like, I don't she know these people. The place. Yeah. She goes, I don't know if you know this, but like watch out because like she used to work here. <laughs> She's like in like the monkey cage. She's like, yeah. my mom used to work yeah. here. We, Back off. I have jurisdiction. She knows this monkey. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, like, they just like flex on people all the time like that. And I'm just like, that's not accurate. Um, but yeah, did that. Then I found once I, you know, we started having children, um, the, you know, flexibility of my job was obviously such a key thing. Like, you know, in, in this area, you have to have a two income household. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, mm-hmm. I did get to stay home for a little while, but definitely not as long as I wanted to when my kids were small. And I gravitated towards a career in education with schools because obviously they have the most conducive hours and schedules for when you're when you're a young mom. Yeah. And so I ended up working at a private Christian school. I ended up like just started helping their financial director left. I stepped into that role. My OCD played really well into that. And then I just did, you know, I thrived there for many, many years. Um, kind of like doing tuition and the bookkeeping and and things like that um and then due to covid the school actually unfortunately had to close like many many private schools had to close because of covid um and then i was working for a christian nonprofit called lighthouse where lighthouse pregnancy center lighthouse pregnancy center yeah i was translating and doing counseling there which i absolutely loved i've done fundraisers for them yeah in hawthorne yeah i worked in the hackensack location yep but yeah we we have always been very close to that organization always volunteered dan does work for them the staff Um, is unbelievable they're incredible 
unbelievable that whole organization is amazing but yeah but yeah lighthouse provides you know resources for women that find themselves in unexpected unplanned pregnancies um and they honestly they just do an amazing job um it's very unfortunate right now they're receiving a lot of backlash um a lot of lies that are not true about what they do um which is crazy yeah but they they do wonderful stuff but i was actually working there um through the pandemic kind of remotely counseling women and still doing a lot of the programs and you know during the pandemic i was like let's get fit you know they said like i think it's like you either got fluffy or you got fit <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so we I, I as a gift to my to dan i actually turned the garage into a gym at our home and i ended up using it a lot <laughs> okay and i got beefy <laughs> i got i got I was flexing. <laughs> and so I was like, you know, living my best life, like counseling women and like working out. And all of a sudden, like, you know, I was, I was lifting and I felt this pain under my right arm. And I was like, oh, I must have like pulled something. And so I didn't want to continue to lift with something pulled. So I was like, mm, okay. But like the Spanish woman in me, is like let's just put some Vicks vapor rub on that, <laughs> and we're gonna keep it moving. You know, like Vicks is gonna fix it, yeah. and that's it. And something about it, like I remember, I I laid down, I did a self breast exam, and I found a lump under my arm. And I, I again, in in my naive, like I'm so fit, I'm like eating so clean, like nothing can touch me. Um, I was like, oh, it must be like a, a swollen lymph node, you know, just from all the, the yeah. working out. And so, but something in me was like, and I say it's God. I feel like God just kind of put that in me to be like, you know what? Go to the gyno. Like, just go check that out. And so I did. Thank the Lord. I got an appointment right away. When I went to the gyno, she actually found three lumps um, all under my right side. And she goes, to be honest, I don't, I, I'm not comfortable with what I'm feeling here. Um, at the time I was 32. So normally I wouldn't be going for a mammogram. Uh, the insurances don't love giving you a, a mammogram yeah. at that age. Um, but she really pushed it. And again, I praise God that she did because um, I went and what was supposed to be like a routine mammogram turned into seven hours at the Betty Tori Sully uh, uh, Center there in Hackensack. Wow. And it was like four mammograms, three ultrasounds. They ended up doing three biopsies right then and there. And so they were so sweet. They were so sweet. But it's like, obviously, like because of COVID, they couldn't let me go and then come back because you had to like get tested and make sure you didn't oh, have yeah, COVID. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Just knowing that they, they wouldn't let me go home, I already knew something was off, you know? And then they were like, oh, we're going to set you up with, like, a breast surgeon. And I was like, is that normal? She was like, yes. Everybody sees a breast surgeon. I'm like, oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and I just knew. I just knew it wasn't great. And then um, a couple of days later, they had they told me, they're like, we're going to expedite your, you know, your pathology and like all the like all the, the the tests and stuff like that and it was monday and like it was like thursday i went in monday i got the call that everything had come back for positive for breast cancer wow. it had spread into my lymph nodes and it was very difficult because normally they would sit you down in person but because of covid sometimes they were doing these calls over the phone and so i got told over the phone i asked well what kind of breast cancer is it and they were like we don't know and i was like well how bad is it spreading they're like we don't know it just looks really bad that's literally what i was told over the phone over the phone and then i had to wait that was monday i had to wait till thursday to speak to the breast surgeon which i was kind of like jeez yeah so it was like torture like i would say the worst four days it was the worst well i don't want to say the worst it was it was like we look back and that was the because you don't have any answers like you know you're just thinking the worst you're thinking that that's like that's it it's over there's no course of action right um and so through another god occurrence you know, because I feel like God worked a lot in our lives in that time. 
um, you know, we met someone who actually worked really high up in Hackensack. Got us not, I was like going to see like a practitioner. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, absolutely not. He got me to see the head of the breast surgery department in Hackensack. And he like was like, tomorrow you're going to see her. Wow. And so I ended up going Wednesday to see her and Dr. Um, Dr. Montgomery. <laughs> Represent. She is an amazing woman. Like, like we used to say, like when she walked into the room, we were like, if cancer was a person, like she could kick cancer's ass. Okay. Like she just looked like she walked in there, she throws the chart, and she goes, "You're gonna be fine." Really? She was like, "You're super duper healthy. I'm gonna throw the kitchen sink at you, and you're gonna handle it, and we're gonna, and you're gonna be fine." That's how she walked. That's in. how she walked in. Oh, that would give me a lot of confidence. Yeah. And she's like, "This is not stuff that people die for. Like people don't die because of this." Wow. And I was like. That would yeah. <laughs> I was like, and I was like, and honestly, even at that time, I was like, if it was a lie, I didn't care because I like I just loved that she just gave me the confidence yeah. to be like, bet like whatever is gonna come, I could be sick as a dog, but if you're telling me that this is a chance like to get better and to like, be fine, then let's go. Like Dude, you know, keep, keep, keeping the spirits up. I don't know. I've never been. I've never been terminally sick, but like that's a big sick. aspect. <laughs> what you're constantly dying? You're constantly terminally <laughs> sick. Are you kidding me? Never been terminally sick. <laughs> okay, well, besides you see him that, when he gets the cold. <laughs> oh, terrible! Oh no! It's the it's those four days. He needs yeah, to go yeah, see your doctor when he gets the cold. Yeah, I, you're just like yeah. already signing off your worst. possessions. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. Like I'm giving away. Fr- she's out. Frankie's out in a box by the road, like free puppy needs a home. <laughs> yeah, the owner's not going to make it. <laughs> no, but Max, you can have my truck. That's what I'm waiting for him to say. <laughs> And then, like, after the four days, I got to go get Frankie out of the box. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I I hear the outlook and the attitude towards it has a huge impact on your recovery. A thousand percent. Yeah. Mentality um, is, like, a, a huge part of that. And that's why uh, a lot of development in cancer care actually first starts with, like, the psychology and, like, the psyche and, like, the, the treating of people yeah. with cancer because it's, like, um, it has such a stigma that when you feel like you're up against something you can't win, then you quit. Um, like, for example, like, I very much went into the mentality that whatever my doctor told me because she seemed like she was steering the ship right, I was like, whatever she says, I'm going to do. And so she was like, you're going to show up to your, to your chemo sessions every time. And I'm like, that's what I'm going to do. I didn't know that, like, there are people that wouldn't go. Like, they would get really sick or they would get really discouraged. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're like, I, I can't do this. And they would, like, stop going to their chemos. Really? Which would, yeah, I, I, nev- I didn't know that. I was like, if the doctor tells you to go, you go. But some people, like, they wouldn't have help. They would be by themselves. Oh, yeah. They would just be in such a, like, emotional, difficult place that they, they, they were like, honestly, why am I even yeah. trying to beat this? Yeah. And it really is. It's like mentality is a huge part. Yeah. And yeah. Can you talk about the treatment a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So very quickly, I mean, again, it was lightning fast. Like the 7th, I was told that I had, I was positive for cancer. Everything came back positive for cancer. I I met with the surgeon on Wednesday. And by the following Thursday, I was doing chemo. Really? Yeah. And so the type of cancer I have had... It's called triple negative breast cancer. And so what it means is that all of the receptors, the hormone receptors are negative. Like it doesn't, it's not receptive to hormone treatment. So it's like triple hormone treatment. So they have discovered in, in certain cancers that if you, um, it has certain receptors that are available that if you, uh, it can be, uh, 
it can uh, right. kind of, I guess, be combated. Like, there are treatment options that are hormone treatment based. And so it's like you can, okay. you know. So, I gotcha. for example, um, there are a lot of oral chemo medication uh-huh. that women with hormone receptive cancers can take. But because mine is triple negative, I, I don't qualify for those treatments. It wouldn't work anyway. It doesn't work. Okay. There's no receptors, gotcha. yeah. So then what does work for triple negative is very aggressive chemo. Really? Um, yes. And so that's so like... So 32 years old with two young children, you went through very, very aggressive chemo. I mean, can you kind of walk us through that? Like, what did you experience? Let's say, like, people who are going to have to go through that, what are they going to be looking at? What are they going to be experiencing? Um, I mean, it's a very difficult time. It's, it's, it is, it is, I didn't know this. I didn't realize how many different types of chemos there are. Okay. So the doctor told me that the type of cancer I had is very common in younger women and women of color. Um, they don't necessarily know why, but they're like, you know, usually my older patients, they get the nicer cancer. The younger patients get the mean cancer. Really? Yeah. And so usually, like, if you get diagnosed later on in life, it's very possible that you might have, like, a slower growing cancer, like okay. a less aggressive cancer. But triple negative breast cancer grows very quickly and spreads fast. And um, That's why and, it was in your lymph nodes by yeah. the time you found it. Yeah. And so, so what they do is um, they do strong chemo, but also, like, if you are someone that I guess maybe you get a chemo and it makes you so sick that like your white blood cell count goes down drastically they're going to switch you to something else or they're going to maybe take a pause Mm -hmm. because you can't physically handle it um praise god for some reason i was in the best physical condition of my life and so they start you off with this medicine called adriamycin it's called the red devil okay and so it's like these tubes of red liquid that go that's the chemo and you get a port put in your chest because the the chemo is so toxic that it can almost like collapse your veins and like the, the constant like uh, dose of it through your veins can like really damage them and if it gets into your system then it's like emergency like we need to like detox you fast wow yeah and so then the, you get a port in your chest that pretty much like runs a, 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 a thick tube right into your heart like loops all the way up and then right down so into you're like cut your, open for this yeah, so this incision is a small incision. Okay. And they do it so fast. Okay. It's like a same-day procedure. They put that right in. It's like a little button. So I would have a button, and my kids would constantly press it. <laughs> Just be like this button. Because that's what kids do. That's what kids do. <laughs> um, and so then that's where you would get your liquids, your steroids, and your chemotherapy would run through that. And, um, um, and so, you know, infusions at the time, you know, we see it usually on TV where it's like all these chairs and like, you know, people are sucking on icicles. Yeah. And, you know, it's similar. It's much nicer okay. than what you see on television. Fair enough. Um, well, you knew the big wig at the hospital. He got <laughs> well, you hooked up. Well, I think everybody <laughs> goes to the same infusion <laughs> okay, center. Fair <laughs> um, but everybody there was so nice. Their staff, I, you know, shout out to, you know, I went to the John Thur Cancer Center at Hackensack okay. and they were all incredible. Um but unfortunately, because of COVID, you had to go by yourself. So every all the family members had to stay Ugh. with their masks on, and they had to stay out in the waiting room distance okay. from each other. And so I had to go in where, you know, obviously we're all immunosensitive. And mm-hmm. so we would, I would go in by myself. But again, they were just, like, wonderful. Um, you get a lot of steroids. That was something I didn't know. You get a lot of okay. steroids, which, like, really help you feel like... Yeah. <laughs> oh, do they? Yeah. It's like an adrenaline rush yeah. almost. And then, um, and then you get home and it wears off, and you're just like, oh no. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, but you you do your infusion, 
you know, during infusion, you're fine because they give you so many medications to kind of right. make you good. It's usually like when you go home later on in the evening is when it, like the symptoms really start kicking in. And What's so that like? the, the symptoms were rough. So I remember my first infusion, I go get infused. They give me the steroids. I don't know anything. I'm like, Daniel, this is like super easy. <laughs> like I w- it was snowing. It was like that. We were. It was like this. The first major snow of 2020. I don't know what all those cancer patients are are, are, are fussing about. This I was is- like, I was out building a snowman with all the kids in my neighborhood. I was like, guys, look at me roll this. And we were eating pizza. Like and I was just Frozen like, musical yeah. Outdoors. I was like, oh my gosh, I am just triple negative breast cancer. I'm I fine. am just killing this cancer game. I was like, <laughs> like. Not me. <laughs> Give me a clipboard to just throw on the yeah, desk right now. Seriously. <laughs> and I remember like so vividly, we were sitting on the couch and it was like around seven o'clock and I said, Daniel, I don't feel right. And I go upstairs and by the time I make it upstairs, violently ill. It's like puking. Violently and- ill. It's odd. It's like you don't actually puke. You just gag really bad. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah. Because it's like like something about your stomach that's like it's it's yeah. It, no, it honestly kind of is because you're just it exhausted is. and yeah. nothing happens. Nothing's happening. Yeah. And so it's like, and then usually well, the way mine was, was it would be really, really bad symptoms for about four days after infusion. And then you got a break for a couple of days and then you had to do it all over again. How long did you have to do this for? Five months. And so. Five months. Yeah. Five months of chemo. I mean, so you're, you're going through five months of chemo. Let me ask you this. I, I don't know if you went into it like this, but. At, you said you said you decided on this business like in the middle or toward the end of your chemo. When did it hit you like, okay, I'm going through this, but you know what? I'm at the point I need to like pay it forward. Like how did that develop? I, because that's really where the business came from. Right. I, I, I don't know if I even felt like it was necessarily like I have to pay it forward. Um, I'd say cancer gave me two big things. I, I feel like it gave me perspective and Mm -hmm. it gave me like a very different outlook on how I process life um before you know I also did a lot of uh counseling and therapy during chemo um and I didn't realize just how much anxiety and um you know how much of a I was in depression before my cancer diagnosis actually I didn't realize it I was like just trying to like kind of like work through it and I thought that I could like do my works-based acts to like get myself out of these funks and it would just like kind of spiral into worse like bad behaviors like i feel like i can i could gain your approval by like doing these works of service you know oh um, i see what you're saying yeah like I, I it was very planned out like even my relationship with god it was like if i don't do the things that god wants me to do then it's almost like my my notches are counting against me and i would have anxiety so that was like that means i'm gonna have to pay the penalty you know and it was this weird system I had set up in my head to try to control things. A works-based system. A works-based system of trying wow. to control things in order to determine my value, in order to determine a lot of the things that we don't have answers for. Mm-hmm. I think I would start developing these kind of systems to try to get validation, you know? Um, and so then being able to, like, like just have time where like everything shut down in my life, I was able to, like, really process, like, why do I do the things that I do? And... Um, I, I think even to this day, I don't really think too far in advance. Okay. Obviously, like as people, we do. Well, yeah. You know, you, you, you got to think about next right. month's mortgage, exactly. you know, <laughs> like, yeah. but I definitely don't like go into it so much as like, like these massive far in advance You're goals. You're not worrying. You know? I'm not because I realize that, um, tomorrow it's not promised. It really genuinely is yeah. not promised. And so it's like, 
I, I just to, like hitting this, going through this at thirty-two years old. Yeah, I mean, thirty is your prime of your life. Yeah, you know, nobody thinks that they're going to be pelted by. I had. I'm I was going to live forever. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I, I might need like. like oh, this is terrible. I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> I might need some sort of terminal illness to make myself have a better outlook on life. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I look at it so negatively. Honestly, it's scary. Honestly, like <laughs> a, a lot of people I meet, they're like. Everybody says it's like it's unfortunate that that's what it takes, but that's one positive thing is just you gain perspective. I just want to go on the record way. with God. Please don't give me an illness. I don't want that. I just uh, listen. You, I completely you regret it. what you I read. just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Lord, scratch that from the record. Yeah. <laughs> so stricken. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah. Look at how God deals with a lot of people in in like in yeah. Bible like Bible characters and stuff. Yeah. Not, not like he's putting them through it, but like, honestly, they need to go through it to right. come out on the other side stronger. Nobody wants to do that. You know what my dad told me? So my, my dad became a Christian when he was like 12. So he was, he was my grandfather, who was an alcoholic and very abusive, had become, they were, they were raised Catholic and then he became a Baptist. Could not stomach another drink after he got saved. The day he came home, he tried drinking and he couldn't, oh, wow. he couldn't keep it down. He just started puking. So they started going to this church and like fourth, fifth Sunday, you know, he's one of seven and one by one they went up to the altar and they accepted Lord as children. And he goes, he goes, I became a Christian. I was excited about it for two days. And then I started praying to the Lord, Lord, please don't send me as a missionary to the middle of the African jungle. I really don't want to do that. (laughs) It's like already like putting like conditions on his salvation as a 12 year old. Yeah. Um, But I mean, that is to come out. I mean, that, yeah. what were you going to say? Well, just funneling back to answer your question was just kind of like I think because of this new way. I think now I I got this passion, feeling, and idea, and I was like, you know what, God? I was like, I'm just going to take it one day at a time and like see what happens. And I just I just knew two things. I wanted to be. Um, bold about sharing my creativity Mm -hmm. and i wanted it to be something where i i gave back because i had i was blessed so much during that whole experience i know people find it difficult for me to say but it's like i i don't want cancer again i wish i didn't have to go through it but at the same time i wouldn't take it back because i think the person that i became because of it and the kind of um like blessings people were able to provide to me was like those moments were so beautiful. It's like, I, I can't take those back. Like I wouldn't Jeez. want to take those back, you right. know? Um, and so then I, I just knew that that's something I wanted to do. I wanted to not just give a donation, but just kind of be a better person to be able to be there for other people when they're in their difficult time. It's too much positivity going on right now. It's like, it's like when you see a cute baby or a cute puppy and you're just yeah. like, ah. <laughs> I can't do th- I can't do, th- I can't do this. I, I, let me just punch the dog in the back. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on here? You know, you know that that scene in the Grinch when his heart grows and, yeah. and, and it just start, and it pops the the, the little radar. Yeah. I love it. And he starts the dog's like, make like, it all stop. Right, all right, all right, all right, all right. One we'll step at a time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aww. That is unbelievably inspiring. I mean, nobody. You're right. Nobody wants to go through that. Nobody wants to go through that. And then they come out on the other side. And listen, not everybody comes out on the other side right right learning growing paying it forward like you do and it it takes down a lot of people yeah 
So I, you and know? I, I also don't ever want to put myself like in this. Like I am terrified of cancer. Like I, I. So with again with my treatment, I had chemo and then I had a double mastectomy. So I had both my breasts removed and I had reconstruction. Wow. Um, and I had to have part of my lymph nodes removed as well. Um, but like literally, I go often to the doctor because the only way to check is like, th- will it come back? Like nobody can be like, oh, you have a clean bill of health. It's like we're gonna keep going to checkups and hope every single time we go to the checkup, nothing happens. Well, you've been re- in remission for how long? So that's what I'm saying. It's like technically, I've never, I haven't heard those words because it's oh, yeah. Oh wow! It's like um, I'm at my three year mark post chemo, and so um, when I get to five years, it's like okay, we can safely say that we got this. Like this okay. thing, this thing was killed. You know, 100. percent Well, what trajectory are you on? At least right now, they 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 kind of spell that out right so yes yeah, so like right now i'm i don't take any oral medication i don't do anything like that i do go to a lot of doctor's appointments i see my oncologist very regularly um they do uh, extensive blood work to look for tumor markers mm-hmm. to make sure that the tumors are haven't returned um i get physical exams as well and you know like i said like i've reached about almost my, my three years once every, with every year it's like your chances of a returning plummet Okay. Um, and so once you get to the five year mark is usually when you're considered like, like you're over you it. Made it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I mean, I wish nothing but the best for you in that. I mean, that's just. Can you talk about? And I don't know. I listen. I'm I'm a man. Okay. I can't. We, he's a man. We can't really relate to it. Men can get breast cancer, apparently, no, right? Not, yes, they not, can. Well, they can. Yeah. Right. Yes, they can. But what I was gonna say is, I knew that. I don't know. The double mastectomy, okay, that had to be very difficult because that's oh, like it's not like it's you're a part defined, of but yeah, it's a part. It's a part of your womanhood. It's a part of like you know. Did you view it like that at all? Or, I think, or am I like reading too much? No, into I this? think definitely some people do. Uh-huh. I think some people definitely connect and they feel that as like such a major identity, you know attribute yeah but a good portion of the women that i've encountered pretty much like once you get diagnosed with breast cancer so i i what happened was mine was like ductal carcinoma so it's like one of my milk duct like milk ducts okay in my breast a cell went rogue they don't know why i don't have genetic you know abnormalities i don't have a uh, family history i didn't have any inf- environmental red flags it was just this one cell decided one day jeez screw it all and like went rogue and turned into a cancer cell and started growing and so it's like i think because of that because it's just so random i felt very much like i can't believe my booby ducks did that to me <laughs> like i can't believe like you like know what i'm saying they like betrayed you like and like breast i, I have i had a very difficult time breastfeeding my children like it was very painful it was very difficult so i was like y'all oh. didn't show up to me then right and now you're out here trying right. to mess with me now <laughs> right <laughs> like so i was I, I was in the mentality i was i was ready to go like i, I remember like Early on, we weren't even talking about the surgery part yet. I was like, Psh, both of these girls are leaving. Really? Their eviction eviction notice on the door <laughs> stat. Like, let's go. So, um, and one great thing, you know, with the insurance in, in this area is when you are diagnosed with breast cancer, um, all reconstruction is covered for like the rest of your life. Oh, wow. Okay. So, like, your insurance covers. Um, I had an amazing plastic surgeon who, again, like, they went through hoops because technically they weren't in, in network and they you know they went through the paperwork of getting an extension of getting coverage and like helping me and like like honestly just like tremendous people like i've encountered nothing but tremendous uh, incredible women because honestly my entire team have been has been women 
um, who have just gone above and beyond to like, and not just with me. Like I can see that this is how they treat all of their cl- yeah. their 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 patients. And um, but yeah, the boobies were out. You know, my aunt, my aunt Linda, she's a. <laughs> It's <laughs> just like forget it. They betrayed me. I want nothing to do exactly. with Exactly. I was like, I feel like I kept you guys pretty happy for a long time. <laughs> and that was just such a backstabbing move. No, my aunt Linda, who I know watches the show because she's commented. She she went through, now. She's older, obviously, and I, it's but she's a strong person anyway. Like she's tough. Okay, you know my family. Like we're. She's she's just you don't want to mess with Linda, okay? She's been like that her whole life. She's What's a, a name street, like that. No she's way. a street cat, okay? She is. I mean, okay. Linda was a wild one. Linda was a wild one. So, but she went through the whole thing, and she has she got the double mastectomy as well. She went through the whole thing, but as an older woman, and I don't know how really chemo treated her, but I mean, you said that it's it's slower growing the older you get, so they. That's like generally the rule because okay. the the doctor said uh, the probability of uh, an older woman having an aggressive form of cancer is less, and okay. then a younger woman having right. a less aggressive form is like that's what it's, it seems to be the trend, you know. I mean, listen, she came out on top as well. Praise God. Yeah, praise God. She got into the medical industry because of it. Like it really changed like her outlook. I yeah. know that. I mean, listen, I'm not very close with a lot. Of, like we don't talk. Yeah. When we get together, it's like you know we never left the room. But she hit the ground running, came out on the other side, got into the medical industry, you know, and looking at you, what you went through. And now you're you're a mother with two young kids. And I feel like the business you're in now is really just like, are you you got to be just grateful for where you're at right now? I mean, how, how are you? Yeah. How do you how do you view this chapter in your life? No, I feel I feel very very grateful. I feel, but to be honest, like I mean, it might be like warped and sick, but I feel very grateful during treatment too. Like I don't feel like at any point did I feel like I was abandoned by God or like I was being punished necessarily. It was odd. It was like like having like getting diagnosed with something that severe. I didn't take it as in like oh man, all these like systems I had put in my head, like I was failing so badly that this is my punishment. It was almost like the, that entire system I had created in my head like just came crashing down. Because like I had done all these things right, and I still got my Jeez. worst fear realized, you know. So then it like it almost like in my mind like solidified. It's like Naomi, stop trying to earn God's favor. Stop trying to like earn, you know, favor in people or like in your own value. It's like see, no matter what you do, you're not going to avoid bad things happening. So it's like just just let it go, you know. And so it like like diagnosis came, and it was it was literally like instantaneously like just all that kind of came crashing down. And I just stopped thinking the way I used to think before, you know. This is and like then, triumphant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is like Thanks. you know the old walls come and crash. Like yeah. I, I love that. I'm gonna rewatch this episode like five times. Oh. But out of out of your among other things that that were born out of this tragedy in your life, you started. Busca La Luz, which is, and we, you talked about it in the first segment, super deep, the, the designs that you have. And now you make apparel that is wearable, cool, comfortable. And most you, 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 take, you take a lot of the proceeds and you put it back to cancer research, cancer charities and stuff like that. Are there any specific ones you want to shout out? Yeah, so like I, solely right now, it's all goes to the Triple Negative Breast Cancer Foundation, so the TNBC, okay. which they're also in New Jersey. They're local. They're, I'm literally trying to get everything in my business like as local as, as possible. Yeah. So yeah, but they're right here in New Jersey. 
Um, but they're an incredible organization that provides help to women who are diagnosed, but their families as well. Uh, you know, they're doing the, the most in, incredible things with, you know, research in that specific type of cancer. Mm -hmm. um, and they're just, again, a, a very, I've just now started kind of like dipping my foot into that, that community and they're yeah. just all an incredible community of people who are just... We'll shout them out. Yeah. We'll, I'll plug them. I'll, I'll put all TNBC. the information on the on the screen. They know. They're like they're dope on my my <laughs> social media pages. I was like, I love you guys. Well, so I I want to take another break. But when I come back, first of all, I want to showcase your designs. So we're definitely going to go through that, and then I kind of want to talk about like how you run your business, your social media. For you guys, have to subscribe to Naomi's social media. It's hysterical. <laughs> first of all, you use all the trending audio. I do. You I get love. All I love trending, trending audio. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's huge. Like yeah. being successful. But we're gonna plug your socials, talk about that, and like basically just kind of how you take your business and meet the world with it. All right, but guys, stick stick with us. We'll be right back. We'll continue with this amazing story. And uh, thanks for watching again. We'll be right back. Quartz Plumbing and Heating for top-rated service in Bergen County, New Jersey. And don't forget to keep treats for Frankie on hand. Hey, cancer, heart disease, and the rest of you illnesses. We've got news for you. At Hackensack Meridian Health, we are ready. Every world-class doctor, every compassionate nurse, and every brave patient. We believe that no matter what happens, no matter what's thrown at our patients, we're here to help them overcome it with hearts that know no limits. The latest innovations and procedures that are changing the world of medicine and care that's stronger than any illness. Just ask her. We rise up, we groundbreak. We're resilient. The best minds here for the best outcomes. So that today and every day, we're ready. folks welcome back to plum bums thanks for watching we're here with naomi and rico and she has brought some really cool designs that she makes uh with her company busca la luz i'm gonna give you that one more Just time, slain every time. <laughs> i used to work with a lot of like south americans so. okay so yeah, i would practice yeah. yeah well they were all costa rican and mostly costa rican and there's a huge like street slang yes that is not real Spanish. Well, mm -hmm. it is real Spanish, but like not that you learn in school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's how I learned. Yeah. So yeah. I, I thought it was pretty cool. It's that's like, it's difficult. It's like like my husband obviously like he he's he's bilingual. He right. speaks completely Spanish, but it's Dominican Spanish, and so yeah. he goes and joins Colombians and they're like, they're like uh, <laughs> get out of here. Not the same. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> not the same. <laughs> Well, we're here with again with Naomi. Um, unfortunately, we're gonna have to do without Max. He had a soccer game to go to, so so he's got his priorities straight, as you can tell. <laughs> but uh, 
<laughs> he's not even gonna hear that. So he was not here for two episodes. I okay. was like, "Oh, did you listen to him?" He's like, "Eh, no." Oh, so if he's I'm not like, really. If he's so not on. If he's not on. Okay. If he's on, he'll do a water heater and listen to the whole episode downstairs. I'm like, wow. you self-absorbed. <laughs> <laughs> Even when he like doesn't say much in the episode, yeah. he's like, "I just want to yeah. hear my." Breathing. I just want to see how it, just analyze my expressions. Jeez, <laughs> like, but uh, so what did you bring for us today? Um, so I guess I'll slip out of here. Yeah. Oh, so let's let's yeah, we can oh, figure out. Okay, how to do, that. Yeah, okay. do what you got to do. Um, but no, yeah, I brought some goodies, and so the I just got brought uh the popular uh items that are doing really really well. This While you're pulling that out, I'm going to remind everyone, you have to follow her social media. It's awesome. It's hysterical. Okay, so let's Love see that. what we got. Yeah, so we have, these are part of the new designs. And so on cruise, um, this one's is our positive vibes. Try, um, to keep, try to keep closer to oh, that mic. I see, I see. Here, I can help you hold that up if you yeah. need. Yeah, so these are, this is like the positive vibes is one of the new bestsellers. Like people really like it. And so obviously, uh, I would say I own a feel better brand. And so it's all about a lot of the um, designs or you know encouraging and just like you wear your positivity on yourself yeah. without it being too cheesy it? so <laughs> you print you print um heat transfers but it's plastisol yes so i do all the pressing at home uh -huh. um i source my blanks i try to source them locally i've actually uh, found uh, a new jersey based uh blank supplier um and the items themselves, the garments themselves, are manufactured, like, let's say, in Pakistan, yeah. but, you know, ethically produced. Uh, factories are, you know, ethically, like, labeled factories. So, as um, and as a as a business owner, you have to, you go and you look into right. that, you research that stuff, right. you make sure you're you make sure you're doing it right soup right. to nuts and there is like a lot of legwork in that because there's a lot of people that will say that but they don't have actual proof and they're you have to like kind of research like oh if they say that they're this organization the certified wording. yeah you have to make sure that they actually are part of that I gotcha. organization um and i try it's a lot of work but i try because obviously like you know it's an it's a it's a important uh, aspect for me in my business um to make sure that I try to know and be knowledgeable as best as I can yeah. to where these items are coming from and who's producing them. I mean, this feels comfortable. Yes, there's super oh, soft. Just feel, let me go feel the inside. I love a good sweatshirt. Yeah. I'm not going to so lie. These are super oh, soft. Yeah. Um, this that I have here is like the most sold design I've ever made. I actually okay. went viral on TikTok with this sweatshirt. I was pressing it and everybody was like, no, that's not a black design on a black sweatshirt. I was like, how can you see it? And it's like, I... I it don't know. Cool. It that's how it is. But yeah, this was like a you know just kind of like a logo uh, that I have. I had like made stickers, but it's pretty much like the iconic moth. The iconic moth. The moth. Um, the busca la luz moth. Yeah, and then hecho con amor is just made with love in Spanish, and so. Let me hold this up. That's. I actually really like that. That is cool, and your tag, like even your tag is just the way you tag your clothes. Look at that. That's adorable. <laughs> and then you have the care yeah. on the back. Yeah. So you get these print mass produce. Oh, and all your socials too. Yeah, you're doing and it so, right. This yeah. is really cool. So I put the tags. I try to use as minimal plastic too. Um, so soon I'm hoping to get like new packaging that'll be like recyclable packaging. Uh -huh. um, but even like the tags, I use cloth. I don't like using. You know, I use the the metal pins with the with the, with the cloth tags because okay. I don't. I'm trying to not use plastic as much as I can. Um, but yeah, these cool. are also like, uh, I, I put out a bunch of comfort colors uh, designs. So like a lot of my t-shirts, I think most of the t-shirts now are on the site are comfort colors, um, which Quality. are, which are, to be honest, like I've tried multiple different types of um, 
t-shirts and blanks and they're this is my favorite the comfort colors they're um here let's hold that up too that's yeah. a really cool design so this is, i like that charcoal the yeah. white on the charcoal so this is the busca university um so i've always wanted my own university logo like who doesn't right <laughs> okay so like and then obviously with above all love is like the most important principle there so beautiful and so what else don't you got? ever like wish you had like your own university brand thing like uh, i mean i want a varsity you know like i, I guess i I guess I've I've like dreamed about things similar. Yeah. Not so much a university. Yeah. But uh, I mean, just to like market yourself. I mean, yeah. why not? I, yeah. You know what? I I think you're right. Right. Uh, like okay. just like imagine. I feel you. Right. Okay. Like you just want <laughs> in that collegiate lettering, yeah, and okay. like why not? All right, we're on the same page. <laughs> yeah. Nice. But yeah, but yeah, as you can tell, like so, like this is another popular. It's handle with care. Um, oh, that's cute. All the designs are just you know in some way. Um, inspired to just be kinder be nicer be nicer to yourself be nicer to others um um you know and and that's pretty What's much this like design? so this so is this the handle chest design this is a chest design yeah like a front chest design and so these are also printed on comfort colors um but are all these unisex or do you like buy specific so uh everything there's a couple of items like there's like a box tee that was on the site that was just women's but pretty much 99 percent of everything is unisex fit Okay. So sweatshirts, hoodies, everything like that. Wow. Um, but yeah, I have, and you know, and and sometimes like, um, here's another popular, but it's uh, this is the make mistakes, which has like a puff design, so like you feel it, and it's like, it's like raised. But how do you do that? That's uh, without giving away your secrets. So it, I mean, this is very popular right now. Is the puff design, so yeah. you can actually uh, get transfers that are puff vinyl puff tr- plastisol and like when wow. you heat press them they just they raise their they they and the like okay so uh, when you wash this i mean how how does it stand up in the wash like it does pretty the, well does it yeah so the, that's why i also put like here instructions like obviously like you know put your garment inside out cold wash tumble low dry um and that'll make it last longer but i mean i have some of these sweaters that are a year old and i probably wash them you know every two weeks and the sparkling yeah stuff. they're like you know with the with the puff to be transparent you uh-huh. know let's not be you know but the puff they do crack um with the wash but like they hold up they should hold up you know 30 to the 40 washes like this and stay the same sweatshirt i yeah, like this so so yeah so it's like Nicely pretty much done that's cool let me let me hold this up uh oh shoot we lost it <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> everyone listening is like ah! uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just making sure you're awake <laughs> this feels so comfortable and the fit looks great yeah this fit looks like just like almost loungewear yeah it's every i try to do it standard fit um so like if you purchase something that's like true to size like to the regular size it's not like tight but it's like a a slightly looser Mm -hmm. i wear everything oversized so i wear like giant 2xl stuff (laughs) do you sell this bag so these bags are now going to be as of january going to be available as well and so these are like the busca totes um and with the you know our our kind of like my phrase it's which is like the idea of like feel better be better do better so obviously like take care of yourself make sure you feel good um do better as in make yourself you know every day better yeah and then you're able to as you as your better version of yourself are able to do better which is then affecting other people in your community that's a classy design i like that the lettering's good so. Guys, I'm telling you, go to her social medias. You got to get her stuff. This is quality. I'm going to have to get one of these sweatshirts. This is awesome. Well, I actually got. 
I forgot my, my gifts to you. Oh, jeez, so, look at that. Got you, you guys, your oh, own, thank you, you know, so much. Uh, set of Busca gear as well. We got our first swag. Yeah. As, as, your first as, swag. Uh, yeah. Look at that. And these are like the classics. So this is the, the Salmos tea, which is um, uh, the Salmos 23 on in Spanish. And so, which is like one of like the uh, favorites. Uh, well, let's see. You know what? I have to read this and see if, <laughs> if I can catch on. Because I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. do know that psalm. Well, I'm not going to do it now. But <laughs> very cool. But yeah. Ooh, a hoodie. Yeah. Girl, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. I love this And color. so then that's the original. That's called the Busca hoodie. And so, again, like just the OG design. I like that's this like, design. Yeah, this is a cool that's design. That's the OG but moth I love logo. the moth. Yeah. The moth is a really cool concept, especially with when you know the background. Right, right. That's a really cool design. I know. Some people were like scared off, but I was like, just think of it as like a nighttime butterfly. It's a nighttime butterfly. That's you what it is. You have a great eye for design. <laughs> you really do. Thank you. This is, so I used to, for a short time, I was printing. I'm going to put this, I'm going to put the viewed stuff over here. You mind? Yeah, go ahead for it. For a short time, I was trying to silk screen t-shirts and it was an uphill battle. So oh, screening is not. Oh yeah, you yeah. Want, you want to throw one over there? I was like, I think you're, you're further away <laughs> so from I'm your like chair over there. Doing acrobatics <laughs> yeah. around the technical stuff. Yeah. Ooh, white on black. Let's see what we got here. Anyway, let me finish my story. Sorry, I was trying to silk screen. First of all, I was burning my own screens mm. under a light. Mm -hmm. You could never get the sharp lines like that. Yeah. Forget about it. And like the little details on this flower. That's very cool. What do you design on? What do you do the designs on? You know what's crazy? So I started on Procreate. Okay. Um, because someone, one of my friends was like, oh, have you heard of this thing? Because I don't have like, a, you know, the fancy design software. Right. Um, what I started, like the moth, for example, I actually hand drew that. And then I had someone turn it into a digital file for me. Because I didn't know how to do anything okay. digitally. Like, I just, I've always, it's always been hand drawings. I've, I've loved to paint. I love to, you yeah. know, do that. And so then Procreate was like a very user friendly thing for me okay. to be able to still draw, obviously, kind of get the fundamentals of like, you know, you're layering, rasterizing, rasterizing, I can never say that what word. What is that? Rasterizing an the image. What the heck is that? It's like a term where it's like you make the image like, flatten it i think or something like that uh -huh. i don't even quote me on that because i'm not i'm not well versed in this okay. all i know is i sometimes i have to rasterize the image in i can't even google it because i don't know how to spell it <laughs> Ra rasterize <laughs> i don't even someone's gonna call at me somebody's like she Fair doesn't enough. even know she doesn't even go here she doesn't even <laughs> you got she doesn't even go here well done yeah. well done yeah well done glenn coco yeah. Glenn Coco. Yeah. Holy cow, so, we were on the exact same page. You yeah. just got it out further. Yeah. And so, um, but yeah, I pretty much did everything on Procreate. That's what I still do. I love, I love Procreate. You made me, me snort just now. I, I'm, I'm a snorter, so. I'm a snorter. This is so like, cool. Thank you so yeah. much. This is awesome. I'm going to rock this everywhere. I'm super excited. Honestly. ShopRite, here we come. Yes. It's like the only place I go that's not work. Listen, ShopRite, I, I, see, <laughs> I see your ads all the time when I go to ShopRite. Oh, yeah, we do have an ad in I ShopRite. I love that. I love that. It actually, I got a call from it, first one. Uh -huh. So this is how we justified it. It's just putting the brand in front of people mm -hmm. you're not necessarily gonna get calls from it maybe right. you know you're not no one's gonna solely call you from that but they'll see that in ShopRite, and then they'll see an instagram ad that yep. you're boosting and mm -hmm. then they'll see your sticker somewhere it's just like repetitive like pushing now if you're like gold metal which is a huge plumbing company nationwide or like roto-rooter okay 
your brand is already everywhere. Like people are going to go to that. So it's difficult for a smaller guy to do that. So you were really just trying to push locally. That's why the podcast that we're doing is all local businesses. Keep it local. Keep it local. There's no point in trying to like do this grandiose thing. Like, right. This is it. Bergen County is a huge area. Yes, it is. It's, it's near, I would say New York is the hub of the world and Bergen County is like, it's like close, better little sister. Yeah. You know? Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, 201 Magazine is a very red magazine. That's huge if you get in there. Yeah. But it's it's always just like seeing the brand. And this is actually a great transition to your social media, <laughs> which I enjoy thoroughly. Very funny. Um, and it's easy. I, I'm not going to say it's easy, but like T-shirts, something creative is easily marketable and transferable to social media right do you find that i i do and i don't sometimes because um it's interesting it's like i think with social media and the trends it's like you kind of just have to have like a creative outlook as to how to make it apply to what you're doing yeah because i even see so many creative people do trends for like restaurants or for like just like things that you wouldn't necessarily think like would be trending on mm-hmm. social media, but they take these trends and they apply them to you know whatever yeah. niche you know audience would know about stuff like that. Like right. you know it, it's 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 I think that's what's like really fun about these trends on social media is just seeing how people take them and niche them down to like their particular audience. Yeah, um, and that's just a very smart thing to do. I I personally right now just because I I don't want to take the financial risk of doing paid ads. I do I'm doing all my growth organically right which is definitely like the snail glacial mm-hmm. pace of things it sure is. um but you know i am also trying to not burn out um so like realistically it's like you know do you want to be like that overnight sensation where you have like you know sell out your store but it's like to be honest like when you sell out and you have a lot of orders like that means you're gonna be up all night and you're gonna be yeah. you know really putting in the hours and like working out you know working at that yeah. to like fulfill that now yeah. and you know i am enjoying the the gradual growth you know because i think with each step you learn how to do more it's the healthiest way yeah i mean when you skyrocket to something i'm going to take the lottery for example most people who most people <laughs> who win me. the lottery no problem most people who win the lottery they're broken like 2 years yeah so when you skyrocket super fast you don't have time to adapt to the levels that it brings you right you know what i mean that's why with courts we're growing slowly like i'm i've brought in a couple guys and they haven't worked out i'm like listen you're really not going to work out and then like we get to a point where you know what let's just stick with two people let's boost our numbers as much as we can and then take the next step once we are bursting at the seams at the level we're at right and i I mean that's just my feeling you have guys that'll open companies and there's like 20 trucks already on the road but which I mean is definitely a route, and like it's not like I'm gonna shoo away success, you know. Like I don't think anybody right. wants to like you know not you of know course, blow yeah. up. But it's it's there is a uh, kind of like what I try to do with like my messaging on social media or with everything. It's like it's very easy to get discouraged, like to compare yourself with somebody next to you. But it's like whatever pace you're at, like it could be like there's positives to that pace, yeah. you know. As as in like there's things to learn and there's advantages to growing gradually and organically and there's also advantages obviously and disadvantages to Mm -hmm. blowing up overnight but it's just the you know 
a lot of it is attitude and perspective and so it's like just be grateful and like try to be grateful with whatever stage you're at you know because there's always somebody who has less there's always somebody who like burned out quit closed the business down you know it's true so it's 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 like a perspective game as well which is hard because social media constantly tells you that you're behind and you're small and you're not doing enough and you're not successful enough and it's it gets painful like to get those take those lashes every day and still be positive about it there's a meme (laughs) <laughs> this may not be appropriate, but you know what? We're in the third segment. <laughs> so if anyone's not really a fan, they're not watching anyway. There's this meme. It's like every time you go wake up and go to work, just remember, like wake up and do your nine to five and like struggle at your job. Just remember, there's like there's some girl selling her farts in a can for like fifty thousand dollars a month. Yep. It's like, yep. all right. Well, I'm not willing to do that, so we'll yeah. just we'll just stick to the right way to do exactly. it. Exactly. You know? Exactly. There's pros and cons to everything. Yeah. You just yeah. kind of like, yeah, a hundred percent. Um, but I yeah. mean, so you have the social media down, obviously. So when you took this over, you said you've you've kind of played the whole gambit of different types of jobs. Yes. So without because un- I've had tons of different jobs i've been in every industry okay you pick up little things and then where you're at at that point in life you're like oh i can use this little tidbit of knowledge so you started this you started this clothing business did you jump in saying okay here's my numbers goal here's what i need to do or did you kind of just did that grow organically um, that grew organically. I did not have a financial goal or <laughs> structure that I wanted to keep up with. I just wanted to be sustainable and manageable. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted it to be able to find, and I'm still working it out to, you know, be able to produce a good quality product. Yeah. Um, but still, obviously, not for like a ridiculous price. Like right. I still wanted to be, you know, something that people can afford to, to to purchase. But also something like I constantly try to think about that. Like, well, how is this going to hold up in the wash? And like, is this something that you know, like, will like my goal is like if I can see my garments in a thrift store one day and they're still looking good. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's to me like a level of I've like success. Yeah, where it's like it's not something that you know will deteriorate and then yeah not be you know not be quality yeah exactly something that you're something that you won't get from a huge yeah clothing company you know yeah. what i mean it's like it's got that personal touch yeah and but it's a it's definitely like um like i would say all of my financial decisions and i would say planning decisions is just from a pin point of uh risk assessment and like right. you know i i want to be obviously bold but right now i want like financial stability is more important i want to be able obviously to cover my cost to make some to continue to grow the business yeah. and also make sure that i always have my what i'm able to portion out for my donations um and so it is very difficult kind of like you know you're discussing earlier like with regulation with you know uh just things that you see as a small business like my biggest cost is actually my paperwork to keep up my llc to keep up you know all of my regulations all my certifications all my licenses like all that as like a one woman kind of show it's like it's kind of crazy to me that it is at that price (laughs) you know yeah um like that's just very expensive and so it's very difficult without borrowing money and maybe putting yourself a little bit at risk it's very difficult to jump into like the next like level you know um and that's where i notice like a lot of people like people have to kind of get to a place where like okay is this the time where i'm just gonna borrow yeah a good chunk and see you know where that's gonna take me but obviously that comes with yeah yeah, it comes with a a lot of a lot of risk there's no recourse if we fail right there is no recourse if you're not 
if you're not on your game and like you I'm tripping over my words now you don't have this massive booming clothing company but you're working toward that and you're at a grass, grassroots level but even at the level you're at I'm sure you lose sleep you get worried you yeah. have to constantly research products you yeah. have to make sure that your products are going in. it's stressful for even just a small operation right. that you're doing and if you're not on your game that could fail. Yeah. And there is no recourse for us. There's no recourse for me and Max as a small business. Right. There's no, you know, it's hard to get a loan as a small business, the smaller you are. They're not going to do that for you. Mm-hmm. For the bigger guys, no problem. Right. All their bases are covered. Right. But where we're at, this is how you create wealth in a nation and in an right. economy. And for some reason, the people that run this <laughs> nation right. don't understand that on both sides of the aisle. Let me be clear on that, you know? Yeah. But you have, I think, I like the fact that you said that you can blow up, but you're not, you know, you're you're pushing for the organic. You're trying to grow slowly so you Mm -hmm. can, you don't outgrow your boots too soon. Right, right. You know, I think that's huge. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's. whatever happens, happens. Yeah. But, and even in the negative too, like if, if, you know, I try not to be to like that's not my goal but right. obviously like I, I if something does happen where i have to close the business and it is what it is it is unfortunate but in that sense it's like kind of i kind of take it both ways you yeah. know um but it is like i remember it's so true it's like with entrepreneur small businesses it's like just just keep going yeah like they're like what's the secret what's the biggest you know big tip it's like it's literally that it's like even when you really feel like you don't want to keep going just keep just going, keep going. Just, just keep, keep swimming. just keep swimming just keep swimming because it's it's really that like you start seeing how what an underdog you are and how like at such a disadvantage compared to other businesses you are at that it really makes you discouraged like you really want to just be like well what is the point like yeah. how you know like if i don't have this overnight success or like some sort of like miracle moment i might just go under just like you know so many people you know, have but, to uh, but you can't focus on that you can't that's your downfall right and i'm gonna put this i'm gonna give this analogy for that because i'm a snowboarder okay i love to snowboard the second you think overthink the jump mm. instead of just soaring over the jump mm-hmm. and taking the angle and then letting the momentum of your body rest on the ground so you continue to go the second you overanalyze it, done. Yeah. Face plant, head on head on the rail, like that's yeah. it. But if you get to the top of that mountain and you look down and you're like, I know how to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take every corner as it is, you know, look ahead and do this. I'm not gonna overthink it. I know where my body needs to go yep. and I'm gonna do that and I'm gonna let momentum take me the rest of the way. Yep. And you get down to the bottom of the mountain. I mean yeah. I'm, I'm I'm not as deep as you. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but honestly, it's it, that's very on point. It's 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 it really is. Like I think that's that's the more explained version of just keep going. Yeah. Where it's like you have to like don't because if you think about it, a lot of times when people start small businesses, it doesn't make sense. People are like, yeah. why would you work so many hours? Why would you yeah. sacrifice so much? Why would you? There's a potential, a large potential of failing. Mm-hmm. Why do you keep going? And it's like you said, it's like you kind of have to like stop thinking about it and just. Not maybe perhaps fake it till you make it, but like you're like, listen, I can ride this mountain. I'm gonna yeah. make it to the bottom, you know, yeah. and just have that perspective, and that's really what makes you wake up the next day and just I'm gonna keep going, you know, a hundred percent. And so I, it's and it's not easy. No. I, you ask Max; he'll he'll he sees me on my worst. Yeah, this kid, 
I don't, I don't know why he's still here. Beyond me. I just don't. I, I don't. He's like, I, I see myself at the bottom of the mountain. He's like, I can't. He's like, he's yeah. like, he's out here faking until he makes it. I guess too. He's just kind of like, listen, this is gonna be great. Right. In right. the end, it's gonna yeah. be great. Yeah. So what's what's the long term goal with Buscalalus? The long term goal is I hope to my 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 only one goal is like I would love to grow large enough to have someone work with me yeah. to have you know to have a max. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you can take them. <laughs> <laughs> the bidding starts at five hundred. <laughs> That's right. Five hundred. I don't know. The, the government's gonna come for me. Pesos. <laughs> yeah. Oh, pesos. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're not running those American dollars on max yet. Absolutely not. <laughs> Offshore accounts. Oh, yeah. That's it. <laughs> my money. And it ties into. The- <laughs> yeah. No, full circle. Yeah. Um, but like, obviously, is to uh, I would love to grow. I would love to just be able to donate as much as I can. I just want to be able to grow that donation and like say like, hey, you know, we're up this much and we're doing you know this much for the community and um, and even that like uh, I would li- I love when people tell me that they love my social medias because yes i produce sweatshirts and i love that but i also want to grow my community and i hope i make an impact in that way too where i'm glad that people are like wow i go to your feed because i am encouraged or i go to your feed because i know it'll be funny or i go to your feed because you know you'll share an idea or an opinion that like you know encourages me and so it's like uh, and now i just started doing this new thing where if you subscribe to my email list it's called the feel better newsletter okay and so it's like a little bit of happiness in your inbox okay so i'll just drop you know, like one this last uh, week, this week was kind of like um, having perspective during this like crazy busy holiday season. And it's like just practical ways for how you can be better, feel better, and then ultimately do better. How and often so, do you put out that lo- newsletter? You, I try to do it at least twice a month. Okay. I want, I would love to do it like maybe once a week. Um, but once obviously, it's a, a lot. As a Wonder Woman show, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, right now they're out twice a month. And so, um, but yeah, it's just kind of like, you know, just so like not everything in your box has to be negative exactly <laughs> or spam or spam <laughs> yeah so people have really been enjoying that and that makes me really happy but yeah. you know it's kind of like how to be a good friend or how to communicate to somebody that's sad or like you know the one thing that i'm mesmerized at is through this whole conversation it's not a, it's not like fraudulent at all because you keep going back I want to be like the long-term goal is to be able to donate as much as I can to be able to like spread goodness, good vibes as much as I can. As cheesy and cliche as that is like you've been through it. Yeah. You're now on the uptick of the other side and just speaking to you this whole time, like giving back is, is top of the list. Like it's, 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 that's something that you're not going to compromise on. Yeah. You know, it's so genuine. I appreciate and, that. Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't mean to make you uncomfortable. No, but no, no, I appreciate that. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm super happy you came on. You you put out a great product. You have great social media. You have an incredible story. Thank and you. I think a lot of people who are going to watch are going to be able to kind of like see themselves and what they've gone through. Like, this is a hu- it's a huge encouragement yeah. because from where you were day one when you found out that you had breast cancer to now... You know, a lot of people have a hard time revisiting that right. that first time. Right, right, you know? right. You know, but if talking to you like you have a heart for people who are hitting that first time, right, and about to open that next chapter, yeah, I think it's incredibly inspiring. Yeah, and like everybody, I think um, it's I I heard something kind of like um, 
like we all laugh in the same language we all cry in the same language like it's it's something like feelings and the way people have good or bad moments is just such a it like translates Mm -hmm. so easily and like really connects a lot of us and you know unfortunately it's not if something bad is going to happen it's like we have highs and lows regularly and it's not about oh the big c it's like it could you know i i don't i don't put value or priority or like wait to like one person's struggle versus another um and that's why i say it's like we are all going to go through difficult times those moments of darkness those moments of feeling like you're alone and so it's like that's why as small or as large as it is you know it's valid and then also as small or as large as your positivity can be can really like you have no idea how that can affect somebody else and how you can yeah. like really pick somebody else while they're going through a, a difficult time i would love you f- for you to plug the charities that you donate again triple negative breast cancer triple foundation pres- breast cancer yeah tri- tnbc foundation okay yeah and you said they're in jersey they're in jersey okay. yeah they're in because uh, i'm like the worst person ever i can't remember <laughs> okay <laughs> i can't remember Somewhere but they're in right here in jersey they're like not okay. too far um Franklin Lakes is it no Ugh. out down 208 I think so Franklin Lakes is down there is that well, I'm, yeah. I'm like you can google it real quick it's okay let's google it real let's quick see where, let's, let's, see like, where, uh, let's see if my while you're doing that we're gonna we're gonna push your Instagram okay at busca la loose yeah it's on Instagram it's busca dot la dot loose okay and then on TikTok, it's busca underscore la underscore loose. How, how do you, I, are you getting results from TikTok? I post on TikTok a lot, a lot. Like I'll get like, like 10,000 views on one video and four on another. Yep. It's weird. Yeah. I'm trying to lock down the times on when you should post. Yeah. So, oh my gosh, I can go down a whole rabbit hole of that stuff because, you know. Uh, we may have to say that for the strategy, next Strategy, yeah. Strategy, yeah. social media strategy is such a thing. Um, but Instagram makes you work for your achievements yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. it's like that it's like that you know like you're just like trying right. to like be like oh my gosh look at me look at me and yeah. it's like oh. <laughs> you know it's like i can't stand you <laughs> like i've worked so hard for like my 900 plus followers right, on instagram right, right. and on tiktok it's like yeah i think i'm at like 11.4 thousand followers on oh, wow. on tiktok and there it's I, I what i've realized it's successful is like i've i've tried to niche both so like on instagram uh, it's more of like you get to know me it's small business it's like you know encouragement positive you know messaging and then my tiktok is more like small business these are my um how to's my tricks like you know it is informational. a different environment it is it's like you can also have like very personalized uh successful tiktok accounts but yeah. that's what i've noticed is like once you go viral for something it's pretty much like you're pigeon held in that yeah i know that's like literally what i what i've discovered i could be wrong but no it is true those those kids who go viral for one video they like end you up have having to, to make the same video over exactly over you literally like that howling dog yep exactly He's and so be, <laughs> yeah. the video that went off for me on tiktok was a pressing video and so then that's like kind of what morphed and just like turned that entire page into that. So it's okay. like a, it's like a very much like if you are interested in starting a small business or like years, you know how it goes. And, and I've had some success, like I've had brands reach out to me and I'm doing like affiliate links and like uh, pressing companies or like equipment, things like that. And wow. so, so yeah. So Good for you. Thank you. So trying to do, trying to learn more about that, like doing partnerships. So um, just got, you know, reached out by another transfer company. And so pretty much like I do these how-to videos and if their products are good, I recommend and people can shop through my links. Wow. Okay. So we're going to, I'm going to post everything. So you're going to make sure I have everything. Yeah. And make sure I spell it right. Yeah. I'll, I'll send it to you to proofread for sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But uh, 
Again, thanks for coming on. This was Thank great. You. This is a great conversation. I kind of needed this. I needed some positivity. Aww. The winter's tough for plumbers. The, it really I is. I bet. Yeah. It sucks for plumbers. I bet. I mean, we have the dogs that ride around in the middle of us that give us a little bit of joy. But Yeah. Which you know, I, I love them on social media. <laughs> I love them on social They're big sellers on yeah. social media. <laughs> but listen, I appreciate you coming on. Again, She's got really high quality stuff. Naomi is making some really, really cool stuff with some really cool designs, and it has a purpose. So I'm going to post all her social medias. You guys are going to go to it. You're going to buy her stuff. You're going to like her and follow her on social media. And we're going to get you to take off. Yay! Because <laughs> the more you take off, the more beneficial it is to people who are suffering with, with cancer and stuff. Because I, I think that's, that's amazing. Oh, thank you. But um, thanks again for coming on. Thank you right. for having me. No I problem. feel very time. We'll do it. We got to do a redo. Oh my okay? goodness. We, I have, we have to see your spring line. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, I'll try to be more like spicy or something, you know? Like <laughs> That's no be... problem. We'll have tacos. <laughs> yeah. have tacos there you go. Folks, thanks again for uh watching. I just want to remind you to like, share, subscribe. Uh we have a lot of good content coming up. We have a lot of really cool guests coming on, so please stay tuned for that. Uh, but again, like Share, subscribe. That's our bread and butter. The more you share, the more people see, the more you get your word out, get the word out on this awesome quality content coming from two raggedy plumbers in the basement <laughs> in uh, River Edge. But, um, folks, check us out here next week. We'll have another show for you. And thanks for joining us. And we'll see you next time.